When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't let neglect destroy your days, destroy your life, and destroy your future. Go back and do what you can. And if you'll do what you can, then life will give you some extraordinary things to do. We all pity the man, right? Wants to stride out of his house, go straighten out the corporation, has not yet straightened out his garage. You've got to take care of the small disciplines before life will give you a chance to handle the more complicated disciplines. How do you think Mark Hughes got here? Scattered now throughout 14, 15 countries, another 14, 15 coming up. I mean, how do you do this? You start first with the smallest of disciplines and do not neglect them and do not disregard them as being trifling. Everything matters. Everything's important. Good phrase to take home. All disciplines affect each other. In fact, here's a good philosophical phrase. If you hadn't thought of it before, here it is. Everything affects everything else. It's so easy to be casual and say, well, this doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. I'm telling you, everything matters. Of course, some things matter more than others, but there isn't anything that doesn't matter. Then here's the positive side. Every new discipline affects all your other disciplines. If you'll get some new things going, make some calls you've never made before, step up your activity level, step up your labor level. Develop the skills from these two days of training here. And you'll go home and work some miracles on your days and your life and your future and your income, your business. And a bigger portion of that 400 million will certainly be yours. Go for the disciplines, the smallest of disciplines, the least of disciplines. Like keeping your accounts in order, the smallest of disciplines. Did you ever hear this expression? I don't know where it all goes. Did you ever hear that? I don't know where it all goes. Wow. Oh, we'd love to have you run Herbalife. You don't know where it all goes. How long do you think we'd last here in Herbalife? If that was your philosophy sitting at the top like Mark Hughes. Let me give you the story on Mark Hughes. Mark knows where everything goes. And he started back when he only had pennies. He started back when he only had dollars. He started back when he didn't have much. But here's the key. One of the greatest extraordinary phrases that's ever been written from antiquity says, if you'll be faithful, if you'll be disciplined when the amounts are small, we'll make you a ruler, give you a position of authority when the amounts are many. Somebody says, I've only got two or three distributors. I don't know where they are. Come on. If you've only got two or three, you can know when they get up. You can know when they go to bed. You can know all the details. Take care of your disciplines when the amounts are small. And then life will see to it that you get some extraordinary numbers to work with, like you saw the stories displayed here. Do not disregard the smallest of disciplines. Let us not neglect. Do not neglect the smallest of disciplines and build on that foundation and you can have everything you could possibly want, okay?
get going. Here's number four, get better. There isn't any of us that can't get better. So turn on this whole idea of personal development and personal growth. That was what my teacher shared with me that changed my life. Starting a few steps from here at that convention. I'm telling you, for things to get better, you got to get better. Don't ask for it to change out there. Ask for you to change here. Don't ask for a more favorable wind. We call that naive. Don't ask for better seed, better soil. This is the only planet you got. Just ask that you can get wiser and stronger and better and be able to take care of your own responsibilities. Get better. Learn how to handle the seasons better. Let's go through them. Some stuff I did on satellite many, many years ago. Let me just review those notes for you on this getting better part. Learn how to handle the seasons of life. Number one, learn how to handle the winters. We're all going to go through some winters. Herbalife's been through a few. Just the winters of the calendar in the last 12 years, how many winters? About 12. But it's not just the winters of the calendar, it's not just the winters of the seasons. There's all kinds of winters. The winter when you can't figure it out, the winter when it all goes wrong, the winter when you have all kinds of hecklers on a telephone call, right? The winter when you get that first half dozen refunds, the winters of your life, social winters political winters that we're going through around the world. Okay. Economic winters that a lot of people are experiencing these days. Personal winters when your heart is smashed in a thousand pieces and the nights are unusually long. It is simply called winter time. But here's what you've got to do in your own personal development, your own personal growth, and that is just get better at handling the winters. You can't change the winter. You can't change the seasons. But you can change yourself. You say, well, what can I do about the upcoming winters of my life, the challenges that I know I'm going to face? Here's what you can do. You can get wiser and stronger and better. Just make a list of that trio of words. Wiser, stronger, and better. Go home smarter than you came. Go home with more ideas than you came with. Next, get stronger. You can develop the muscle. You can develop the courage muscle. You can develop the inspiration muscle. You can develop the dedication muscle. You can get stronger. There isn't anybody here that can't get stronger. Next time we see you, may not even recognize you, how strong you're going to be able to become in language, in style, in personality, the ability to cope, the ability to handle with anything that happens, no matter what happens. And the third one is get better. We can all get better. I've gotten better. First talk I gave, I stood up, my mind sat back down. <laughs> I love to wait for the translation to finish, see if I can get some more reaction here. But here's the secret to my success. I stood up and did it again. I stood up and I did it again. And I did it again, and I did it again all those many years ago. I did it when I was scared, and I did it when I didn't want to, and I did it when I was ill. And I did it when it didn't work well, and I didn't did it when they didn't appreciate it, and I didn't a lot of times when I didn't know much what I was doing. I just did it anyway. And now all these years later, I'm asked to walk on this stage 
But the greatest introduction I've ever had, greatest response and welcome I've ever had, the greatest opportunity I've ever had to touch this many lives with a mixture of words and heart and soul, I got better. I got better day by day and week by week and month by month, and I'm asking you to do the same thing until you can develop a long arm and a long reach, until you can develop influence that won't quit. Touch people next year you couldn't touch this year. Touch people now you couldn't touch before. Conduct a meeting now you couldn't conduct before. Heart and soul now mixed in there that wasn't there, missing before. I'm asking all of you to get better in spite of the winters, in spite of the downturn, the money downturn, the social downturn, the personal downturn, whatever it is. Just get stronger, get better. We've all got those personal winters. We know what those are like. Barbara Streisand sings, it used to be so natural to talk about forever, but used to be's don't count anymore. They just lay on the floor till we sweep them away. You don't sing me love songs, you don't say you need me, and you don't bring me flowers anymore. A winter song. But hey, we're acquainted with all those personal winters and all the rest of it. The key is not to wish for a better winter. The key is to wish for more strength, more wisdom, more courage, get better, get wiser, get stronger. Here's number two. Learn to take advantage of the spring. Spring means opportunity. And we've got a fresh spring going here. It's called a spring like no other. A spring, an opportunity like no other for you. But here's the clue. Spring is not a guarantee of a harvest in the fall, in the autumn, harvest time. Here's what you must learn to do. Underline the two words if you're taking notes. Take advantage. Take advantage of the spring. Don't just be faked out by the spring because the nice weather has come and looks like everything is going to be a lot better. The winter's finally passed. The spring is here. I'm telling you, that's not going to do it for you. Just because the spring is here, it's not going to do it for you. You've got to seize it with your own two hands and take advantage. Read the books. Study the tapes. Go back through your notes. Get ready to cash in on the spring. And now there's a sense of urgency here. Here's why. Spring doesn't last that long. To be able to say, I just got back, doesn't last that long. It's called the springtime of opportunity. Postpone a few things in the springtime, get the job done. Set aside a few things in the springtime, get the job done. Where I was raised, in Idaho farm country, what if you asked a farmer to go bowling in the spring? What would he probably say? He would say, you're insane. You can go bowling in the winter when you can't plant the crop. You can't go bowling in the spring. You've only got a certain piece of time, and you've got to get it done in that certain window of opportunity. And that's what we've got here, a window of opportunity. Let's take advantage of it. It's called take advantage of the spring. And there's also an urgency here. How many springs have you got in a lifetime? Not very many. Life is brief at the longest. The Beatles wrote, life is very short. And for John Lennon, it was extra short. For Michael Landon, it was extra short. But it is short. There's an urgency here. Don't waste your springs. Don't just let them pass, 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 hoping the time will pass. Take advantage. Last year, it was seize the moment. And I'm asking you now this season to seize the spring opportunity.
You've got a new organization going, seize the spring. You've got a new distributor going, seize the spring. You've got a new life situation going, seize the spring. Take advantage of it. Don't let it pass without giving it the best of your two hands and your attention. Number three, first, learn how to handle the winter. Second, take advantage of the spring. Number three, in the summer, learn to nourish and protect. We've got some major challenges now come summertime. One is to nourish our values, take care of them, feed them. Don't let them go hungry. Don't let them go wanting in nourishment and care. And then here's something else we've got to do in the summer. Defend ourselves against the enemies. Summertime is a unique time. It's a time of opportunity. It's also a time of challenge. But what else is new? It's what life is called. The last six and a half thousand years reads like this, opportunity mixed with difficulty, opportunity mixed with challenge. We've got a chance to grow like never before, but I'm telling you, there's going to be many enemies that's going to try to prevent us. As soon as you plant the garden, the busy bugs and the noxious weeds are out to take it, and you've got to learn not only to nourish your values, you've got to learn to do battle with your enemies. Whatever threatens you. I'm asking you to threaten it back. Take care of your responsibility, but don't take anything off of anybody. Somebody wants to destroy your chances for a good future by their negative talk, negative thinking, putting it all down, I'm telling you, walk away if you have to, walk away. Whatever threatens you, threaten it back. Whatever threatens your opportunity, threaten it back. Now, some of our enemies are on the outside. But here's the most important thing to understand. Some of our enemies are on the inside. Let me give you a quick list. Indifference. You got to do battle with your own indifference. Boy, it's easy to coast, especially if you've accomplished something, you know, extraordinary now. Somebody says, I got to relax. Here's the key. Not too long. The weeds will take all you plant if you rest too long. Don't rest too long. Indecision. You got to make those decisions. The ones that don't turn out to be good gives you experience to make better decisions. Don't let much time go by without making some decisions. The ones that you can make quickly, make them quickly. The ones that take time, take your time, but get those decisions made. Don't let indecision be an enemy, rob you of the future, empty your bank account, leave you with zero in the purse. Don't let that happen. The next one is doubt. Sure, there's doubts on the outside. People doubt that America's going to make it. People doubt that Europe's going to make it. People doubt that Russia's going to make it, that Poland's going to make it, that Czechoslovakia's going to make it. They doubt the whole world is going to make it. But I'm asking you not to pick up all those doubts. I'm asking you to have some faith, have some courage, believe, drive your doubts into a small corner. Don't let them loose like a mad dog, drive you into a small corner. Don't doubt the future. Don't doubt the possibilities. Don't doubt the extraordinary gifts that your distributors bring to your organization. Don't doubt that. And here's the most important one of all. Don't doubt yourself. If I've got miracle working power to change my life, so do you. If I've got the ability to change, so do you. If I've got the ability to read, so do you. If I can discover, so can you. If I can grow, you can grow. If I can develop, you can develop. If I can get an invitation like I got six years ago, help take something around the world, so can you. 
If I can stand on this platform, Idaho farm boy raising obscurity, so can you. If the millionaire team can do it, president's team can do it, walk off with the diamonds, the trophies, so can you. I'm asking you, don't sell yourself short. We haven't sold you short. That's why Mark, Larry, and Dr. Katzen and I have decided to invest a big share of our life these four days in being with all of you. If we didn't think you were worth it, we wouldn't have showed up. We don't need to conduct another meeting. We don't need to walk on another stage. We don't need to get up early like we get up. Don't need it, except for the challenge and the opportunity to invest in this many people's lives. Who wouldn't get up early? To have a chance to work miracles and invest in this many people's lives and help turn the world upside down for better nutrition called herbal life. Here's the next one, worry. I'm asking you to drive worry into a small corner. You gotta worry some. All this negative stuff serves some purpose, but the key is for you to be the master, not the servant. If it's two o'clock in the morning and your daughter's not home yet, best you worry. In New York City, if you step off the curb and one of those yellow taxis is coming, best you worry. But here's what I'm asking you to do. You be the master of worry. Drive it into a small corner. Don't let it loose. And I'm asking you to go home with some new faith and some new courage. I'm asking you, don't worry. Drive it into a small corner. We've all got concerns. And sometimes we all wonder. And sometimes there's a little crack of doubt. We worry a little, but I'm telling you, drive it into a small corner. Drive your worries into a small corner. I promise you from this platform, the dedication of the executives that you've seen and the president's team members and the people that have walked off with one through ten. I'm telling you, we're all dedicated to help this Herbalife future that includes all of you be the most spectacular thing that's happened in the 90s. I promise you not to worry because you're in good hands. You're in good hands. And now what I want you to be able to say, if you give Mark Hughes a telephone call, or if you have a chance to talk to Mark Hughes in person, whatever village you've come from, whatever street you've come from, wherever you've come from, I'd like for you to be able to say sincerely and honestly with all the dedication you possibly can, Mark Hughes, I want you to go to bed at night and sleep like a baby because where I came from, when I go back and represent Herbalife in that community, I want to reassure you, Mark Hughes, Herbalife in that community is in good hands. I want some of you from Germany Get together, form a little coalition from Germany after you've gotten out there and gotten your hands into it and you've had a chance to work and labor for a while, send Mark Hughes a message and say, Mark Hughes, the distributors that have now joined forces in Germany, you can rest easy, Mark Hughes. In Germany, Herbalife is in good hands. and all of the rest of the countries. Make that your dedication. Make it personally. 
make it collectively as an organization. This incredible opportunity has been dropped in our lap. It's been given to us. We're going to take it to the marketplace, and we're going to take it to the marketplace with good hands, steady hands, growing hands, intelligent hands that can go touch people and get the job done. I'm asking you to commit to that. Herbalife is in good hands. Couple of more. Enemies of the mind you got to do battle with in the summer. One is pessimism that tries to get you only to see the negative side. Of course, there's the negative side. Life is part negative. What else is new? If the glass is half empty, it is half empty. You say, well, I've been only taught to see that it's half full. Well, sure, it's half full. But it's also half empty. I mean, can't you handle that? I mean, you know, that's not too difficult. But here's what pessimism would try to get you to do. Believe that it's only half empty. And when pessimism comes to your mind, you've got to educate pessimism because pessimism is stupid. <laughs> pessimism tries to get you to believe that it's only half empty. You've got to say, pessimism, you've never been to school. Too dumb and stupid to know. Of course it's half empty, but it's not only half empty. It's also half full. I'm asking you to be in charge. Be in charge of your own mind. Be in charge of your own destiny. Do battle with your enemy in the summertime. In the summertime, you got to learn to love like a mother. Hate like a father. <laughs> Give life like a mother. Nourish. Take life like a father. Father says to whatever threatens his family, Take two or three more steps toward this family and threaten them, you'll cease to exist. I'm father. I kill. <laughs> to battle with your enemies. Now, it's also possible to love like a father and hate like a mother. I'm not saying that isn't possible. Nothing more dangerous than an angry mother. I saw an article in a magazine a little bit ago, up in Canada. It showed a man with some claw marks on his back, had his shirt off, big teeth marks in his neck. This man was out in the woods, had his flash camera, saw a mama bear with a little cub, thought, though, this is cute, took a flash picture. Mama bear takes unkindly to this flash picture. Promptly chases the man, catches him, almost kills him before somebody rescued him. So, beware, Mama Bear. Okay? Love like a father, hate like a mother, give life like a mother, take life like a father, however you want to arrange it, just so you nourish your values, nourish your family, nourish what's valuable for you, nourish your organization, nourish your distributors, nourish your customers, take care of your responsibilities, feed, nourish, but then I'm also asking you to do battle with your enemies. Take sword to your enemies. Whatever's going to destroy those values, take sword to it. If it's worry, take sword to it. 
If it's threat, threaten back. You gotta be like your bloodstream. Good illustration. Red corpuscles to nourish, like a mother. White corpuscles to fight and kill, like a father. You gotta do some negative thinking and just think positive. Thank God for white corpuscles that think negative all day. White corpuscles say, just show me some infection, I'll kill it. Whatever threatens this body and its future gets threatened. Whatever's got to kill this body gets killed. I'm asking you, take sword to your enemies, whether they're on the outside or whether they're on the inside. Protect your family, protect your future, protect your values. Love, nourish, but also do battle with whatever's out there to do battle with you. Take some courage from some of those that have been through the battle. They've given you their stories on this stage. They've been through it. They know what it's all about. Take some courage from that. And in the summer, do battle and nourish. Now here's the last one in the harvest time, number four. Take your harvest and all that comes your way with full responsibility. Don't complain. That fourth season, complaining, I'm telling you, could ruin all of your chances. Complaining sometimes starts as an infection. If you don't take care of it, it becomes a disease. Do battle with it. In the harvest time, reap your harvest without complaint. It's your crop, you sowed it. You either made the calls or didn't make the calls. You wrote the letters, you didn't write the letters. You were steady or you weren't steady. You did it or you didn't do it. You put together a good day or you didn't put together a good day. Take responsibility when the harvest time finally comes and say, hey, it's my crop, got to take responsibility for it. I do not complain. And then here's the next one. Do not apologize if you've done well. We offer no apologies when these winners that walked across this stage here go back to their communities. We offer no apology for making the kind of money they make. Because of the lives they touched and the people that they helped, no telling what would have happened if these people had not touched many people's lives, who touched many people's lives. When you go back to the community, all of you that were winners here, I ask you to go back with no apology because you've done your job well and you've given good hands to everybody you've touched. You deserve all the money. Next, under getting better, I just want to make you make this list of four words, four words. First, we talked about getting serious. Second, get smart. Third, get going. Fourth is get better. And here's four good words to take home. One is absorb. Develop the skill and the ability to absorb everything. Be like a sponge like you've been today. This has been a good, serious group. I appreciate that. You've worked as hard as we have up here on this platform. You've rolled up your sleeve and you've gone to work and you've taken notes, and I appreciate that. Absorb everything you can. Absorb the sights and the sounds and the color. Guess what you're going to want to do? Go back home and invest this experience into other people's lives, and you can't invest it if you haven't got it. So I'm asking you to appreciate the color. I'm asking you to appreciate the auditorium. I'm asking you to appreciate what's going on here. 
I'm asking you to appreciate each other. Soak this all up. Soak it all up. It's called absorb, absorb, absorb. Then when you get back home, you can give out, give out, give out. And you'll have an extraordinary effect on the people that you reach out and touch. Here's the next one. Develop the ability to respond. That's what got me almost six years ago. Mark and Larry made that call. I responded. It touched me. The vision they gave me, the story they gave me, the pictures they painted, and the numbers they gave me, what we could do together, the team we could build, dominate the industry, walk head and shoulders above anything else that's out there, have an extraordinary adventure that's only been given to a few, a chance to walk the summit, got me, touched me. Now I'm asking you, however, not only to be touched with the summit numbers, the 400 million, I'm asking you to be touched with the smallest of people's challenges. Don't just be touched with the challenge, I'm asking you to be touched with the problem. Let people's problems get to you. Let people's problems touch your heart this year like never before. Be touched. Let life touch you. Don't let it kill you, but let it touch you. The problems that are out there, people struggling with their economy, struggling with their health, struggling with their future, I'm asking you to let that get around your heart. Let it do something to you. Don't go untouched. Don't go unmoved. When you walk out of here, open yourself up. Don't build up the walls. The same wall that keeps out disappointment, keeps out happiness and opportunity. Take the walls down. Let yourself be touched by what's going on out there. Let sad things make you sad, as well as happy things make you happy. Let your heart get touched, and you'll have good hands then to take this product to the marketplace. Here's number three. Develop the ability to reflect. Long after this session is over. I'm asking you to go back over it one more time. I'm asking you at the end of the day, go back over your day. I'm asking you at the end of the week, go back over your week. Make that week more valuable. At the end of the month, go back over your month. At the end of a conversation, go back over the conversation. How did it go and what did you do? Learn by reflecting. I call it run the tapes again of your own experiences. And you say, why do that? Here's why. To develop the extraordinary ability to gather up the past and invest it in the future. What a next year you could have if you pay more attention this year, soak it up, gather it up, and reflect at certain times what's going on and what's happening, and this year will take a more powerful place in your experience. And then when you get ready to deliver in 1993, people will not believe the words you've chosen. They will not believe the heart and soul that you've mixed with words. They won't believe the power you've got. A few simple things here under getting better. Then here's the last one. And that's to share. We've got this extraordinary opportunity now. Let us not keep it. Let us share it. Let us reach out with a long reach, a strong reach, an unprecedented reach. Let us reach out and touch people not just with our opportunity. Let's touch people with our lives. Let's touch people with our experiences. Let's touch people with our heart and soul. Let's don't just touch people with a marketing plan and a distributor kit. Let's touch people with their health, yes. With an opportunity, yes. But here's a commitment I'd like to have you make to me. Let's help people with their lives, not just their health. Let's help people with their lives, not just their income. Let it be said if they were around us one week, one month, or a lifetime that when they got around us, not only did we talk about money, not only did we talk about product, we talked about life, we talked about getting better, we talked about becoming all that you can become, 
We talked about picking up a challenge. We talked about not settling for less than you can possibly be. Let's do that. Let's develop those abilities. Now here's my last two parts to make this your best year ever. Get excited. And excitement is not just, you know, excitement. Excitement that runs deep is the excitement that really lasts for a lifetime. Not surface excitement. There's been a lot of noise here, but what I really appreciate and feel is that this room is full of more than noise. It's full of more than sound. I'll tell you what's really going to serve you well, and that's the excitement you feel inside that isn't even probably expressed on the outside, the excitement that runs deep, the excitement that stirs commitment, the excitement that stirs courage. Give me the chance, and I will get the job done. That kind of excitement. Develop that kind of attitude.